Hashtag SAFM Sport On. And let's now welcome Coach Steve Compella from Abafana Bafana Coach, of course, who joins us on the line and uh, an analyst for SABC Sports. Some wonderful analysis if you uh, did watch that tournament opener there on SABC. Coach Steve, good evening from us on SAFM and thank you very much, sir, for finding time to speak to us. Always a pleasure, Juan Good evening to you. Let's start with the... It's a disappointing result, obviously, for Bafana, Coach Steve. How big a blow is it not to get something out of your first match in a tournament? I think first I must... I must bring in a disclaimer here is that one uh, thank you for the invite and I wouldn't want to be here more as a Monday morning quarterback where you, you, you are now best equipped with all it is a benefit of hindsight you saying stuff because it is after the event we we'll just have to look at it more objectively yep. and, and see where, where else we could have done better Rotman Definitely. Fair, fair enough, uh, Coach Steve Compella. Obviously, it's not all doom and gloom with two or more matches to play in the group. But let's start. What What did you make of the starting eleven that was selected to start this match? Were there any surprises for you? I, I, thought, I thought the team was okay. The, the selection was okay. Uh, the players who select Hrotman should be the ones that are going to, to determine how you want to play. Now, based on the players we had, I, I thought the message was, one, you got Umabue on the right, you have Zwane on the left, and then you have Amaful Peks in Tamim Kize and Shanti, and then you have two leading strikers in Mutiba and, and Tau, then you're sitting with two screeners in, in, in Femen and Mukocho. Now, as soon as I see that, if I have to plan against this team, then I would say the profile of their wingers, they are not out and outright wingers. Possibilities are will be drifting inside, which which is what happened. Now you found Zwani drifting in, Mabuya as well drifting in, and Umutiba and Tau being the ones who are stretching the defensive line further there. Then comes to the game itself. How then does the game open up? I thought we could have maybe done better based on the profile of both Mabuya and Zwani by saying as they drift inside to overload the midfield, then we could release maybe Umkiz and maybe advance Ushanti, but also be aware that you need to guard the defense because the challenge in advancing fullbacks is the space on the side of the defenders. I found us to be a little bit very cautious in terms of their release. Now, Putabi, so when you don't release those wingbacks, where are you going to get your width from? Because your wingers already are drifting inside, overloading the midfield. Now, when you have midfielders overloading, your, your wide midfielders overloading the center, your full backs not climbing high, then the question is who's then going to give you a width? It should come from the strikers. There's nothing wrong in getting width from the strikers, but we didn't get that today. So I found us to have left the wide spaces available to no use, and we never utilized. There were no entries from wide areas. And even when we wanted to penetrate central, our combinations were not as swift. One, mm. if you play through the center, there's three ways to attack. You play through the center, you play around, or you play over. And we never used any of the three. For whatever reason, I wouldn't know. I thought maybe we could have found one of the three to say, can we play through through combinations? Can we play around, maybe go wide, release a wing back, or maybe use a striker? Can we play over the top? We never had the space to play over the top. So based on the game plan as a coach, when you look at it tactically, I'm not criticizing anybody, but I'm just looking at it from a game point of view. We, we, 
we were a little bit we, we didn't we didn't exploit that. And even in the post match you could hear Stuart was also not happy with the number of shots, the attempts at goal. There were none. Yeah. So we literally did not threaten the defense and I found us to be a little bit timid. We were not brave enough, we were not adventurous enough. Maybe we didn't play to our strength. And your listener will be saying, but what is our strength? Our strength is our speed, is our skill, is our movement, short interpassing game. But you have to create a condition, Butabi, so that will allow you to play to your strength. When you defend, because you know that I'm going to attack in this way. So when you defend, defend in a way that's going to create the, the, the environment that would allow you to play to your strength. Those are some of the areas that I think when you sit down and you put a general down to say how best can we improve our national team or players going forward from a game point of view, those could be considerations. So on that note, Coach Steve, with everything that you've said, people have been scratching their heads on Twitter trying to figure out what was the game plan then. How would you describe the game plan of Bafana Bafana for this game? The, 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 the feel that I got, because there's one thing again, intuition. The feel that you get from watching the game. I, I thought... We, we were cautious in, in, in an environment where we could have thrown caution to the wind because there was a possibility. Uh, did, we, did, we, did we seize the moment, Carpe Diem? We didn't because mm-hmm. there was an opportunity to threaten this Cote d'Ivoire. Maybe, maybe we got in saying, uh, let, let's, not be, let's not be too adventurous. Let us, let, it is better to defend proper and then we might sneak, maybe get it late or whatever through a set play or... But that, 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 that approach left us, we were blunt. We were not, we should have been more arrogant, one would say, be more adventurous than the game plan would have shown. And I fully agree with our people who believe what, what was the game plan. In any scenario in football, the game plan comes from two faces. How do you defend? Was there clarity? That's a game plan. How did we attack? Was there clarity? That's a game plan. Now, what did you do and when? It's part of a game plan. Now, how we defend it? The result of the goal is just an unfortunate scenario that you and I will unpack if you were to ask me a bit later. Sure. How we defend it was clear, but at some stage we left Ronan Williams open to, to, to fire. And how we attacked, we were blunt. So the attack part, I think it's a great concept. The players we have can assist. In a 4-4-2, where you playing? Wingers who are more of a, a, a central midfield profile, you can play because you did not have out and outright wingers who will be going down the line bringing crosses. You can still play like this, but you need to pick your game model to say, how then do I get my width? Do I get my width from the wing back? No, 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 no. I'm not, I don't want my wing backs to be adventurous. Then I should get my wing from, from, from the strikers. When we receive the ball, let me get a Tau dissecting, going to the side. Let me get a Mutiba going to the side. As they stretch the defense to open the floodgate going wide, then it calls for those wide midfielders who have drifted inside to then go straight into the goalpost so that they can finish the actions. Maybe a game plan that could have been clearer and a little bit more aggressive and could have given us less of the question that we have to respond to that what is the game plan that we had this, this, I mean, this evening. Mm. Now, now you wanted to take us through that goal. I mean, what did you see in that goal, uh, coach? I did see the analyst on TV also saying there was too much space given down the wing there. What did you take? What did you make of the way Bafana considered that goal? The first question is where did it start? 
Yep. Uh, we will be quick to say, no, but where was Buchem Kwanazi? Where was Tyson? Where was this one? One, it was a corner kick that we had considered. I mean, we, 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 had, we, had, we had received there after Cote d'Ivoire considered. Now, after that corner kick, they regain the ball. They come across on the left. Now, we regain possession again in our own half. Now, I'm taking the picture from Dean Fairman. Yes. As soon as we got that ball, because remember, when you have a corner kick, you're pushing your two two big boys, whatever the number. They had left Slanty behind, and then Ubuse had gone on top, Tyson had gone on top, and you're trying to say, let me take my artillery there into the opponent half. They managed to defend this ball. It drops behind us, and then they come out with it. As they come out, they get into our half. They try to play a deep penetrating pass, and then Dean Femen cuts the ball. Now, it's going to be a counter on a counter. Mm. And in any situation where there's transition, it calls for maximum concentration and chaotic counter-attack, like chaotic counter-pressing. There's no order there. It's just fire. You don't see what's happening. Details are just chaotic. Now, you needed to have some control. If we had had it in firm and not losing that ball, then we could have then taken advantage of the numerical superiority because Cote d'Ivoire had left more of their orange shorts behind, I mean, shirts behind us. So when there's less of them, mm. or if they are cheating, then it means there's numerical superiority for us. But you need to have the nerve, the control, the composure to read such and execute without losing the ball. Because when you lose the ball, a cheating player becomes dangerous. Then we lost that possession because we were not coming up on the ball. It bounced off, bounced off, they got it, and they played through. Then the scenario where we say we're disorganized unfolds could tell you. So one, as soon as the ball was played through, when, when Dean Fennel lost the ball, when, when, I don't know whether was it, was it, was it Wonlo or, or Gradel, the minute the left, sided, or the left side of, of Cote d'Ivoire got to the ball, then Santi, I mean, Ulona, Umkonan, instead of him dropping even deeper to consolidate the center of the defense, he wanted to press on the side. A center back cannot cannot open the center and press on. As soon as he wanted to press on the side, they played the ball. Then he got late. Then there's a recovery run. Santi is wide the other side. The defense is all over the place. We are unbalanced because anyway, the setup from the first phase of that defense was not proper because we were in offense. We were attacking the corner. We were caught on transition from our own corner, and then we managed to come this side. We regained the ball. We got even further disorganized by going on a second wave of attack and suffered yet another counterattack. A, a confusing statement and unpacking of it. And this is the result. Then the ball was played first time by Graden, and then Koja finished it. And Lata as well got the ball. It played just underneath Ronan Williams, and then we considered. But all, all that made, whichever way it is, we considered. But, but we didn't play. We were not convincing in terms of you got to impose yourself. One, in attack, you impose yourself. Play your way. And then in defense, you have to adapt. Our adaptation in defense, okay, but how we impose. One other thing that I thought we could have done better, and I've seen it in the AFCON tournament, most teams do not have the confidence to build from the back. We're taking the ball, we're kicking it forward. Mm. I don't know why. And most teams as well, they sit with four defenders at the back. They don't release their wing backs. Whether they were playing 4 3 3, whether all the teams that I've seen, they are very cautious with the release of their wing backs. 
Now, if you don't release your wing backs like we did today, and your wingers are not playing, why are you playing a 4-4-2 where you're getting your two wide players dropping into the midfield? Then you have a problem, but the ball dropping wide has got nobody to reach, and there's nobody to receive the ball wide. Now, you have to allow your strikers to go there. If they don't go, then you're playing too central, and when you're playing too central in modern game where there's massive compactness, you cannot penetrate. Okay, let's go to the lines. Roxino has been holding on. Roxino, good evening. Thanks for joining us. Good evening, member. How are you? For we are okay. Thanks. Under the circumstances, what's your view? Yeah, or what are your thoughts? It's very hurting. Good evening to Coach Steve as well. Um, member, yes. I think Coach Steve has said a lot, and especially when coming to the um, Pesita, was uh, was a bit um, effective when he goes wide. Mm. Um, uh, the other thing is we lacked um, the leader in the middle of the park. So I just mm. wanted to find also from the coach, wasn't it better to field somebody who's used to environment like Kampokekana is used to playing in North Africa, especially in Egypt, and also what team says Ivory Coast. So I think we lacked somebody like Kampokekana in the middle of the park, a leader per se. Thank you very much, member. Yeah. Okay, Okay. thanks for that. There's been a lot of talk about Klompo and even the player of the season, Tombinkosi Locha. Uh, Coach Steve, what's your response to that? Yeah, that's a great That's a great observation because Uklompo has a tendency to also see the spaces behind the defense where we're saying you can't play through, you can't play around, you can play over the top. Uklompo, as soon as he gets the ball on top of our own box, then he would be... And there's also something called telepathy the understanding of play, the chemistry, the understanding of the players for having shared game time together. Pesita would just tell him that, listen, you get it, keep it diagonal on the sides of the wing backs, I will break. And that's how Pesita plays. He prefers to drift wide and then get the ball, even in the King Cup in South Korea. He would come drifting from, if he drifts from the right into the left, with the left foot, then he sees the goalpost. If he drifts from the left, coming in, he's very effective. But when you confine him centrally, You'll you'll get you'll get the best out of him. So I, th- I thought today we didn't we didn't do that. Well, we could have done better. And then tending Gossi Lodge, then it calls for maybe a tactical switch where you saying, okay, do I still go four four two or go four two three one? I'm playing with a ten, and or still play four four two with Lodge playing with Tau. And those are two speedy strikers. Obviously, you won't expect them to be sitting central because even their physical profile. The profile of Lodge Central as a, as a striker, he's not going to sit there and fight Cannon and Traore. He's going to drift out. And as soon as he drifts out, then he's going to give a problem to the wing back. Oriya will have to think. Wolo will have to think. Maybe that's one other thing. Now, we don't have the luxury then to say, okay, then let's advance our, our tactical game. Let's advance the evolution of our team. Let's grow with our team. We're in the outcome. We have to compete. Now, this is where you're saying how I wish we could have had maybe more matches where you're saying, okay, we, we have seen, we're not learning. We have seen what is happening. Can we then develop this further so that we can achieve these objectives? It is possible to come out of this. You, you learn every match. A match you never lose, but you learn. There's a, there's a few things that you rectify. If we can rectify this, and Stuart is smart enough, I'm sure come next match, you would have thought otherwise to give us some dynamic approach into the, into the game. Okay, and I want us to look at that next match now, Coach Steve, because I've mentioned it's not all doom and gloom, especially because the four best-placed, third-placed teams will still get to the knockout stages. But I want to take a quick break, if you can just stay with us. Coach Steve Compella here on SAFM Spot On.
And we are back live with Coach Steve Compella. Coach, you spoke about the luxury before we went to the break. We, uh, there was the luxury of using a third sub. Uh, now, please help us understand the thinking here. When you're 1-0 down, what would be mm. the thinking of not using a third sub? Because from us laymans, it would seem like you do need fresh legs or you do need something different. And uh, we didn't use the third substitution. I think I'm going to sell out here. But anyway, uh, I'll, 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 I'll leave to that. The, the element of trust to us coaches as well sometimes in, or stops us from taking decisions boldly. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think now, let me say this is Pip Compella not having made full subs. What could have been the logic? Why didn't Steve make these subs? One, could it be loyalty and trust to the players that I have on the field? But it shouldn't be like that. There are stages where that in instinct kicks in, intuition must kick in, and sometimes you're not guided by logic. Something will just tell you, and as what happens, I mean, it happens with me in coaching. And then I decide, hey, let's throw mm. this one. No, 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 no. Tell a lawyer. And then something just happens. I think uh, we, we, we trusted too much to, to, to trust to the system, uh, maximum, maximum belief to say, I think this will work. If it's not working, then you have to change it. If you don't trust into the system, Maybe trust to the players that you have. Because the minute you make that change, so then it calls for maybe a tactical switch. Let's say you're saying, I don't want to take out Femen. He gives me solidity in the midfield. I don't want to take out more coach. Whatever reasons and rationale you bring to your not wanting to substitute. I don't want to take out Utamim Kings or Usanti. Because as soon as you have to touch those, any change you make, there has to be a reason for it. And you must pick things so that there is this change that you want to see. Sometimes, if you don't see where this change has to be, you end up not changing. So I thought maybe, maybe even the change of of, of, of fell vague, 80, 80, 80, 82nd minute, mm. what, what is it that he can give? If you put him in, Steve, do you then... Bringing crosses, are you going to go root one so that you can battle things and fight? That's also, there's a whole lot of rationale behind making subs. But, but, when you're losing a match and you're desperately gunning for a result, you throw everything. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to think much, but I think with, with the benefit of a sub, uh, the coach could have done better. Maybe put in, tweak a system, compromise the defender, or he says, listen, I'm in a tournament. 1-0, we could make it 1-1. One, one. I don't want to start pushing everybody and then 2-0, 3-0, and then I'm not the best there. We shouldn't be the best there anyway. We should be qualifying through. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell. But one of the reasons coaches don't make full subs when there's a need, trust the system, not wanting to tweak much, or trusting the players he has on the path that these ones will do a job for me. Okay, let's take the last call. Cabello from Pretoria. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Hi, uh, uh, Tabitha and Coach Steve. Yes, I can hear you. I, I think I, I saw something during the game, and which happened only on first half, which was uh, the interpasses between, uh, was it Maboy? It was Maboy and Zwane, and the last pass was supposed to go to Motiva, which he, he missed. And I hmm. think the second half of the complexity, complexity of the game changed. Now we started trying to throw in the ball, long balls, which I think maybe if we went through the SBC modern. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. We seem to have lost Cabello there. If you can call us back, Cabello, we'll try and get you back on the line. But, uh, Coach Steve, while we still have you there, there's a lot, a lot's been said about the lack of warm up matches, only one against Ghana where they played two teams and then an 11 against 11 just 
a few days before the start of the tournament. Uh, where do you stand in that debate? Okay, I seem to have lost Coach Steve also. Okay, that's very unfortunate, but that was going to be the last question I do throw to our coach, Steve Compella, and our next guest is already with us in studio, and uh, I guess we're going to talk cricket then if we can get hold of coach Steve Compella, uh, former protea, of course, Mr. Dave Callahan here with us in our PE studio, and we'll take a quick break and we'll go to him, but keep those calls coming.